The following shear has been presented by Hagoyin Rav Shalom Kamenetsky, Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshivas Philadelphia, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. An interesting shayla was once posed, supposedly to Rav Chaim Briskin. There was a collector of stamps in the city that had two very expensive stamps, they were very, very rare. Because of the rarity, each stamp was worth a thousand rubles. The person came along and destroyed one of those two stamps. Understandably, what he did was also... The maneuver here is a question of whether or not he's high to pay. Why? Having destroyed one of the two stamps, understandably, the other stamp became a very big currency. At this point, the other stamp went up in value to two thousand dollars. He claimed, true, I destroyed one stamp, but I, ha- I incurred no loss of money. He lost nothing, being that the other stamp went up in value and became worth $2,000. And Nizik claimed, this one stamp that you destroyed is worth $1,000. You are a Mazik. Because you are a Mazik, you owe me money for this stamp. Simply put, the Shana boils down to whether the Meister Mazik, being ma- doing an action which causes someone else loss, the action per se makes a loss. And we don't deal with the fact that someone else may have gained money on account of the same action. Is that sufficient to call that a Meisamazik? Or do we say no? Because this very action caused the Nizik, the one that was damaged, to have a gain of money which, all, which sets off the loss incurred. It is no longer a Meisamazik. The Times' response supposedly was, it depends. If it was totally offset by the gain. That is to say, the case we described is one stamp was worth $1,000, the second another $1,000, and with the destruction of one of the two stamps, the value appreciated to $2,000. The action incurred no loss at all. Being that it offset the entire loss of money, it is not considered a nice magic. However, it would not totally offset the loss of money. That is to say, now this one remaining stamp is worth less than $2,000, Whatever it should be, but the Maitre Mazik at this point has caused the loss. This is enough to say that this act was a Maitre Mazik and is obligated to pay the entire value of the first stamp, the stamp that was destroyed. He brought an interesting right from the Stugisag Gemara here that Gimel Amidal that we're discussing today. The Gemara has a discussion describing the Mazik of Shein and Regal. The Shilach has Beiro Yubiar Bisteyacher. The Gemara says, though, had we not had the Pasuk telling us that this part, part of the Pasuk refers to the Mazik of Regal, would have said the Pasuk here refers to the Mazik of Shane. There are two ways of making the Mazik of Shane. One which the Gemara calls is Mechal Yekarne, destroys the Karen, the principle, completely. Hodolon Mechal Yekarne doesn't destroy the Karen completely. Yeshua raises, how do we describe the magic of Loi Mechal Yekarne? Rashi tells us, the animal ate the Shachas, he ate its wool before it was fully produced, and it's going to grow back, Avaloi Kibat Chilo. It means the Hezek that was done was a Hezek of Tzvur, which will eventually cover itself, it will recover what was there before, not the way it was till this point. Toysus takes issue with that. Toysus says that's not shot. 
seemingly you understand that insofar as what the behemoth ate is something the Baalim could have taken as well, that would be considered Mechal Yikarna. Everything the animal ate was totally destroyed and he is liable to the Baalim, to the Baalashtachas. The Rajba is Mastik Rashi. The Rajba says, Of course, the Balatfua could have done the same. Indeed, there are people who are Balatfua that destroyed the Shachas because it grows back better than it was before. And the discussion is whether or not this would be something which would be considered a case to Mechal Yulay Mechal Yekayim. Said Rebchayim, insofar that we see that what's Mechayim today, in the case of Yulay Mechal Yekayim, although it does come back, it grows back. There's something which, 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 which was not lost because it will indeed grow back. But if it didn't go back to the way it was, Bitchilo, that's Mechaev the Mazik, for the Hezik of Loi Mechal Yikarna. So you see clearly that we define this Mazik, an act of Hezik, it's something which he's considered liable for, because he did cause a loss of money, and it wasn't totally Hushma. He understands that Iluyetsur, it would be growing, it grow back Kibat Chilo, there would be no loss incurred at all, that would be not enough, that would be sufficient in the Mechaev for the Hezik Bichlau. There is, however, a more relevant question is actually current. We know that there are insurance companies that cover claims of loss. If Ruvain damages Shimon's chayfet, smashes into his car, Shimon has every right to go after insurance and have the insurance come and pay for that. Thereby, Ruvain claims, I can't be considered a magic after all. You do have money coming from elsewhere to cover the loss. So why should I be considered a mazik? Indeed, we could take this a step further. Reuven inadvertently damaged Shimon's car. He didn't know who Shimon was. Shimon, finding his car damaged, filed a claim with the insurance company. And they honored his claim, and they gave him full payment back for the damage of the car. Following year, Erdem and Kippur, Shimon gets a knock on the door. I'm Ruben, I tracked you down. It was I who inadvertently damaged your car and ready to pay full, pay full damages. In this circumstance, he's indeed been paid in full for the damages incurred. There's no khiv for Shimon to return the money to the insurance company because here we can make the claim that it's a case of hafkos halvaos, case in hand. The insurance company has gave, given him the money. Accidentally or not accidentally, he took the money in good faith. He didn't steal the money. At this point, it probably would be considered a case of Avedas Akru, which if he had no chiv to return, not giving it back would be a case, clear case of Afkos Al-Vaosay, indeed it would be hard for him to give back the money to where it should go. The insurance company would find it difficult to take the money back, as the case would be. So now he has a loss incurred. He's been fully paid for the loss. Ruby wants to pay him for the damages as well. What do we do at this point? This actually brings up, raises another point. When I do damage to this fellow's stamp, indeed I've destroyed one stamp, and with that the value of the second stamp has gone up. It was my very action that increased the value. What would be if I decide to make a big campaign and advertise the other fellow's stamp, and it really goes up in value more and more? Am I now somebody who has given him, have I now done, what have I done for him? True. I advertised, I invested, I did all kinds of things to make sure I have no claim to him. Let's take this a step further. If I have one stamp, which is very rare, and my friend has a second stamp, which is also very rare, 
and I destroy my stamp, do I have the right to demand payment from the other owner of the stamp with the din of Yerid? I can claim I was mashpiyach nechazal. Indeed, it may be called a slayer lekach. Do I have the right to say that I was mashpiyach nechazal, and therefore he should be mukhif to pay me for the added value of the stamp? Of course not. That's not a hashpacha. I may have been goyrim, and I can have people pay more money for it. But I have not made anything worth more. I have not done any hashpacha in the day. In the case of mazik, where I do a hezik, and that same hezik increases the value of something else, that may have been like the insurance company laying money out and paying for the damages. That doesn't take away the liability that I have here at all. Even in the case where the time supposedly answered and said that if the value has indeed completely covered the loss, it's offset completely by the increased value of the chayvets that he has in the Shusay now, we could still say that this is a chayv mazik mamosh. I've made a damage. I've destroyed his stamp. The fact that I've given him, I've given him an opportunity with any other means that the other stamp becomes worth more has nothing at all to do with the mazik and the loss that I've done. I am a chuyif, the case of insurance. He may have gotten his money from the insurance company, but I have no less of the mazik. I'm a chuyif for what I've done. That's a perfect case. We can distinguish between the two cases by saying there's a stamp. My action itself was the action that increased the value of the second stamp. That is true. The case of the insurance company is where somebody else laid out the money, and therefore I had no loss. When you think about it, the lumbus is the same. In both cases, the money came from a separate outside source. The increased value of the fact that marketability today is more than it was before has absolutely nothing to do with my maizemazik. It was nigram. It was caused through my maizemazik. But I wasn't being mishali, and that doesn't make any less than my maizemazik that I've done in the stand that I've destroyed. Therefore, although, at the critically, they say they destroyed from Abchayim, I'm not sure it ever happened. It would seem clear that in the case where a person destroys an object of his chavah, even if the loss is totally offset by the increased value of the second object that the chavah has, the halachi be obligated to pay, that is considered a maizemazik, he has indeed caused the loss to his friend, although his friend may gain with advertisement and whatever it may be, the value of another object that he has to offset that, that does not at all diminish the maizemazik that I've done. Same is true when it comes to the insurance. The person who's made hazekis in my property. Although it's true, I can't have this loss offset by an outside tashlumen of an insurance company. Understandably, not to ask my chavir if the insurance company would pay, my, pay me back. Although it may increase the, the amount of money of insurance company. That's another issue. He is going that because I have to take it from insurance at this point, I have to pay more per year. I do have the right, the right, to ask him to pay for the damages and I look for the tashlumah from my insurance company. There's no khiv that I have to be mashwin the loss that he's caused with, the, uh, with an outside payment. He as a mazik has the obligation of the liability to pay for the hazekas that he's done. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, Educational seminars or media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223.
To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Chabad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.